Hey, I'm Joey Klein, and I train high achievers in the art and science of personal mastery. We define a high achiever as anyone who wants to better their life and is willing to take action toward making that happen. If you're listening right now, that's clearly you. My show will deliver tips on how to tune up the four key areas of your life, relationship, body health, career money, and inner experience. I'm here to train you to live a life you love, and so let's make it happen. Joey Klein here. Hope you're having a great day. So we're going to jump in today. We're going to speak a little bit about anger, where the emotion of anger comes from, and essentially what we can do to uh, make sure we're managing anger in a way that we perform at a, at a much higher level and we're much more effective. So often, um, if we look at when we become angry, there's a theme that's present. And most of the time, Whatever the mind is focused on is inside of the theme called I've been wronged or something wrong has happened in, in, some, in some sense. And so when we have the focus on that we've been wronged and the way in which we've, be, we've been wronged, the byproduct of that is the mind goes to a place of essentially righteousness, the positioning of why I'm correct and the other person is wrong <clears throat> or why I'm correct and you know, the world disposition is wrong or the political disposition is wrong or, or whatever the, the space is that, that I happen to be focused on at the time. And it can be something very little, right? Like I've waited too long for my food and therefore I'm angry and I've been wronged, right? Like because too much time has passed or I didn't get my thing quick enough or the order was wrong. Like it can be these sort of, you know, things that seem like they're irrelevant when we, when we break it down practically. But if we look at how we respond with anger, it, it's never proportionate. It's never like, oh, this is a little offense called they put the wrong you know, sauce on my food or they put cheese on my burger and I said no cheese or whatever it might be. Like those things seem like they should not you know, anger us because there's, not an, there's probably not a moral injustice tied to the fact that you know, our, our order was, was incorrect, right? They brought us somebody else's order or, or a mistake happened, okay? But when we look at the emotional response or reaction to things that are insignificant in that manner, anger is, is the same as if there's something more significant that occurred, like, you know, somebody stole from you, right? You, get, you, you come home and your house got broken too, and a lot of people's response to those situations is anger, right? I've been wronged. And I'm not saying that if something egregious happens, like your house gets broken into, or you know somebody you know does a deal with you in bad faith and takes advantage in a way they shouldn't, or you know they you know somebody does something unkind or or hurtful to you know a family member or or something like this, that anger is not an appropriate response. Like it's okay to feel angry, and it's okay that anger is an appropriate response to certain life situations that occur. But in, in another sense, there's a lot of situations where anger is not necessarily the appropriate response. Like it doesn't really make sense that we're angry in, in those circumstances. And the point of the comparison is just to help to demonstrate that it's the way we're viewing a situation, it's our perception of what's happening that has us go to becoming angry, not so much the things that are occurring. And so when we have situations where it's reasonable to feel angry, you know, if we were to take a different stance or position, a person could look at the exact same circumstance 
and feel grateful that everybody's okay or have compassion for somebody's hardship um, or something of that nature, right? And so it's like, what's the difference between somebody who lives with anger and somebody who lives with compassion and acceptance and, you know, a sense of uh, forgiveness or uh, gratitude for life is the way they choose to focus on the things that are happening in their life. And so again, what I'm, what I'm sharing with you is not to say that it's not okay to feel angry. Like if you're a human being, you're going to feel angry sometimes, but there's a point where it's going to serve us better to be able to let go of the anger that we're feeling when we're ready to commit to that process, when we're really ready to make that decision. Because a lot of times we hold anger for people that are no longer in our life. Like maybe you had a divorce or a separation and for a time you blamed your significant other for the, for the way you're feeling and that your life changed and they betrayed your, your agreement with each other or your vows and things like this. And so is it, can we expect that it's normal to feel angry for, you know, a few days or weeks or, or maybe months? Like, sure. Like we could say that that's, you know, a, a reasonable response to feel angry to a situation like that. But, you know, I've, I've trained so many people, especially at, at, in my programs and my, my in-person trainings and, and seminars where somebody's holding an anger and a rage and they're saying that so-and-so ruined their life and the divorce or the separation happened two decades ago. And so at some point, maybe that anger is no longer reasonable as it pertains to the event that happened. Like if you're deciding that the circumstances of your life and the, and the circumstances you're living out today, 20 years after something happens, is somebody else's fault or the fault of a situation, that's less likely you know, than if you're, you're answering to what just occurred you know, the next day or, or the week after it occurs. The point is, I'm not, you know, here to tell you whether you should feel angry or not. Like, that's your decision. That's your choice. Again, it's okay to feel angry. It's important that, that we acknowledge when we feel angry and we're aware it's there and allow that emotion to be present at times. But at the same point, if you're waking up angry every single day of your life, that's a very challenging life. That's a difficult life for you to live through, for, for me to live through, you know, when, when I was one day caught there. And so for me, the reason I want to give you this training or this teaching and, and, the, and, and some tactics on how to manage this is so that you don't have to wake up and suffer inside of feeling angry day after day if you're ready to move beyond it, if you're ready to change it. And so again, there's nothing wrong with feeling angry, but when we're ready to create a different experience of life, it's possible. And in order to feel angry, we have to hold on to the idea that we or someone we care about or the world has been wronged in some way. And therefore, your view or our perception of reality is right and the correct way. And, and that's why righteousness and anger, they just go hand in hand. Somebody is always wrong when we are right and anger is the fuel to, to that fire, so to speak. And so if we start to pay attention, we can be in the space of whatever's happening and choose, and if we're willing, to let go of the idea that it's wrong, right? And we can still look at it at a situation and we can acknowledge, hey, that's not creating the outcome that, that I want to create, or that's not going to lead to the result that we're looking for, or if this behavior continues, we're not going to be able to move beyond a certain dynamic 
that's causing pain or suffering. Like those, those things can be acknowledged without getting angry about a situation. So often people feel like the only way to create a change in a situation is to get angry because that's the tool that they have and that's the way we, we get paid, paid attention to, that's the way we get noticed, that's the way we create attention on a space so that people do something to make a change. But the, it's not the only way to create attention and to propagate change and it tends to be the least effective way to get attention and propagate change because if we can you know, engage most situations, whether it's with your significant other and your spouse or your children or a friend or your business colleagues or a competitor or a customer that you're managing on a day-to-day -day basis or something that happens in your family, you're much more likely to be able to come to a resolution, create understanding and produce the outcome that you really want to create for yourself and the people you care about if you can engage that situation with a sense of understanding and a sense of compassion and a sense of acceptance and, and a sense of, of feeling calm and at peace um, because you're, you're going to be able to think much more effectively. When we feel angry, we immediately go into a defensive posture or we want to fight, right? Fight or flight. And if we're fighting or we're running away from somebody in with some, some way, uh, we're not going to be very good at producing the outcomes results we want because that requires the brain's capacity for critical thinking and creative thinking and a bit of intuition. And when we're angry, the fight or flight mechanisms that are, ang uh, that are active in the brain, those shut off the prefrontal cortex and, and the, the areas of reason in the brain uh, responsible for critical thinking, creative thinking, and intuition, which we have access to when we feel inspired or we feel compassion or we feel gratitude or we feel acceptance or we feel you know a sense of calm or peace we're able to think through things differently and so whenever anger shows up just pay attention like how am i focusing on the situation such that i feel like i've been wronged in some way and again i'm not saying that that doesn't mean something um, hasn't occurred that's not ideal or that may be unacceptable the point is we don't have to uh, face those situations with anger. We can learn some different tactics. We can develop some other tools. And so when we feel angry, instead of lashing out or immediately going to I'm wrong and they're correct, a, a question can be very helpful for making a transition, which is, hey, what is my opinion and perception here? What is the other's opinion and perception here? And that will tend to help the, the creative thinking process so that we can move toward feeling a sense of acceptance and a sense of compassion, a sense of calm and peace, and, and then we're able to move through different situations and create different outcomes. Whether it's something that seems very irrelevant, right? Something mundane like, oh, there's cheese on my burger and I asked for no cheese, or that took a little bit extra time to get my order than I thought, or, you know, um, somebody accidentally, you know, might have backed into you uh, in a parking lot, right? And it's like, I saw these people just lose their mind the other day. I was coming out of breakfast and somebody, you know, just pulled out of their parking spot and, and didn't see the other person driving by and very little fender bender happened, maybe a very small dent in the car, maybe even no damage to the car. And both people got out of the cars just going crazy on each other. It's like, we could live every day that way in response to every little thing that happens. Or you can get out of the car and, you know, have a, have a different level of understanding. It was an accident. The person didn't see me. Um, I could have, you know, paid a little better attention. Um, hey, 
everything is okay, people are all right, let's see how we can get the car fixed and move, move throughout our day. Like there's, there's so many options available when we don't become angry. If it's a more uh, extenuating circumstance, right, something a bit more extreme, if we can go to, hey, what's my perception of this, this situation? What do I understand here? What's the other person's perception? What is their understanding there? That's gonna be a lot more effective at kind of bringing the elements together and aligning it with the next, out, the next question, which is what's the outcome I wanna create? And, and what I find is more often than not, human beings tend to wanna to produce the same outcome. The way they go about it might be different or the way they, they think it should occur might be different, but at the end of the day, everybody wants to, to know love and peace and joy in their life. And when it comes to you know, the, the, the realities or the outcomes we want to create, generally they're more aligned than they are disaligned. And if we can stop and ask the question, hey, what is my understanding here? What's my perception? Why am I coming from this place? And then ask the same question in regard to the other person. What's their understanding? What's their perception? Why are they coming from where they're coming from? This creates an understanding. Understanding tends to lead to compassion. That tends to lead to a form of acceptance. And that leads to you know, a sense of, uh, of love in a universal sense, right? We don't always have to agree with each other or a situation to have a sense of love and compassion for our fellow human being, for, for our fellow you know, man or woman, so to speak. And when we can come uh, to situations with that energy, we're much more likely to produce the result that we really want for ourselves. We're definitely gonna have a better day if we can wake up to that sense of love, acceptance, understanding, and compassion. Uh, I, I, I'd much rather live that day than pissed off all day, right? And I'm much more likely to have the impact and, and sort of create the influence in the lives that I, of the people that I love and that I care about and, and people I don't even know uh, if I'm coming from that place than if I'm, than if I'm upset and, and reacting or, or, or lashing out in that way. And so again, okay to feel angry, but when you're ready to shift or change that, working to come from a place of understanding and, and practicing that is gonna make you much more effective at creating an inner experience of life that you wanna have and also producing the results of life that you and others aspire to. And so remember those questions. What do I understand about this situation? What's my perception? And why is that my perception? Why am I seeing things this way? Where am I coming from? And then you know, ask the questions about the, the situation or the space that you're responding to anger with. Hey, what's their perception? What's their understanding? Uh, what's their why? Why are they coming from that place? What, what are they, like, where are they coming from? And then what's the outcome that I want to produce? Because what I find is it's more important for me to produce the outcomes and the results and the vision for the life I want to live than being right and correct. If I need to, you know, be incorrect at times to live the, the vision for life that's possible for me, like I'm okay doing that. Matter of fact, a lot of times the answers we seek are just on the other side of anger. If we're, if we're willing to let go of that anger, which is, which is us reacting to something, which is keeping us from seeing that which is available to us, uh, we're usually able to gain, gain understanding, gain an education, gain access to a new perception, which tends to lead to new actions, new behaviors, and new outcomes and results. And again, not always easy to do, but with a little bit of training, a little bit of practice, we can get so very good at training you know, compassion, acceptance, 
understanding, which relates to a sense of peace and calm, um, as opposed to being, be having that hair trigger to anger, which is at the end of the day going to have us want to fight and create conflict and uh, you know as agitation, um, which then again usually costs us the outcome and the result that we really want for ourselves and the experience of life that that we could be living for ourselves. And so pay attention. Whatever anger is there, usually it's the positioning of I'm right, which means somebody else is wrong or I am right and therefore I have been wronged or somebody I care about has been wronged. And if we can, you know, take a moment of pause, maybe take a few deep breaths and then go, hey, what, like create and seek for understanding there. Even if you can't always agree on your uh, perceptions or your understanding of the situation, it, you don't need to usually to produce an outcome or result. What we need to do to produce the outcomes and results that we aspire to in our life and to have a sense of inner well-being for ourselves so that we answer to you know, compassion and acceptance and a sense of you know, peace as who we are has more to do with finding our, our common ground and how can we move toward the things we want to create um, at the end of the day. And so you know, do your best uh, to train. Again, it can become just as, as, as much of a reflex to immediately go to a place of you know, understanding and compassion as maybe it is to go to a place of anger, it just takes a little bit of practice, a little bit of training, and you'll be able to get there before you know it. Thanks for listening. For ongoing training like this, go to joeyklein.com forward slash blog. That's V-L-O-G. You can also find me at facebook.com forward slash joeyklein, I-M-S, and on Instagram at the Real Joey Klein.